Hello and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that change everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible and ultimately pushed them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. I'm Jeff, and once again, I have the privilege of talking to amazing people who are truly innovating in their particular entrepreneurial spaces, and this is a chance to hear their stories. Now, today's guest has spent the better part of her career helping healthcare entities better communicate to targeted audiences some of the more complex segments of their business, and now heads up her own company, Copy and Art, where she is both the founder and the chief creative officer. Please welcome Elena Rivera-Cheek. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jeff. Pleasure We're, to be here. Hey, we're grateful that you took the time. Now, before we kind of delve into your history and how you kind of got to this point, tell us uh, kind of a bird's eye view. What does Copy and Art do? So bird's eye view. Um, Copy and Art is a boutique ad agency based out of White Plains. It's the biggest city outside of New York. Um, And we do a lot of traditional advertising. I think what makes us unique is probably the way we work with our clients. But TV commercials, ads, a lot of social media, video marketing, um, everything that's kind of cool and innovative today. That's awesome. Now, and you guys have been, so you've been running this agency for how long now? So Copy and Art will be 10 years old uh, next month, Jeff. Oh my gosh. We're super, super excited because the stats around small businesses and ad agencies, you know, making it 10 years, uh, we're we're probably in the top 5% there. That is a huge achievement. That's awesome. So congratulations on that. Let's let's see if we can figure out how you got there. So um, I'd love to know uh, a little bit about, kind of, let, let's go all the way back. Let's go back. Tell us a little bit about kind of like how you kind of got started in the business. Before you started Copy and Art, what were you doing? Sure. So um, when I started uh, post-undergrad, um, I was working at a small company called Medicom International in Bronxville, New York. And basically they did a lot in the uh, managed care, pharmaceutical executive and long-term care spaces. So we produce journals. And um, interestingly enough, that type of communication is pretty niche in the pharma marketing space. So, um, but once I went into journalism, I understood uh, the pay around that and wasn't thrilled. I wanted to live my best life. And so I went back to school and got an MBA in media management. Um, There's when I really learned how to build a business. And from there, I got poached or or kind of moved to a big ad agency world in New York City, Um, moved to start um, a small agency out of a bigger one um, in a new agency. And then when I started my family at that time, Jeff, uh, the corporate culture wasn't very friendly to women and Mm. uh, especially women trying to start a family. And so um, I made the tough decision to go off on my own. Awesome. And so, well, obviously not awesome that that was going on at the time, but I mean, it was a, uh, must've been a little bit kind of like 
scary to jump out and start something on your own after all this time? Tell me a little bit about kind of like that thought process. Sure. So um, it was terrifying. Um, I had just purchased my first house and I had just had my first child. Mm. And um, the idea of having to choose between the career that I loved, I absolutely love everything about advertising and marketing. Um, and having to choose between that and my new family um, was the hardest decision of my life. And so the only thing that made it easier was that I had a son and um, looking at his face made it made it clear. I was always yeah. a hard worker and um, thought I will just outwork everyone in any room I see for the rest of my life so that I could be on my own. Um, and I worked so hard that we got clients and then they stayed. And then within year two, I was hiring employees and um, and now we're on the Inc. 5000 and in the top 2% of uh, agencies in the New York area at a, at a crazy tough time, Jeff. So I'm super proud. Um, but it was a lot of hardship that got me here for sure. Yeah, no, you should be proud. That's amazing. T- tell me a little bit. Uh, you just said that you just absolutely love everything about advertising. Uh, can you kind of be more specific, kind of give us some details of that? What is it that's, that makes you passionate about this particular field? Sure. I think, um, you know, one of the things that we make sure that we do at Copy and Art is to partner with clients that, um, you know, have stand behind brands that we believe in. So um, really, it's such a challenge to communicate in this day and age, because I think um, maybe as short as five years ago, Jeff, it took an average uh, person about seven exposures before they fully knew what a brand was and what they what it did. And now I think that count is up to 17 or 18 exposures. So what that means for brands is you have to be present um, and you have to stand out in the noise. And so that's a challenge. Uh, people are advertised to all the time, mm-hmm. um, everywhere they go. And so um, it's a real challenge to stand out. And so it's got harder and harder for ad agencies to really get creative. And since we're small and nimble and really creative at the core, we take that challenge very seriously. And uh, so we never have a boring day at work. (laughs) So entrepreneurship obviously can be a tough road. And for someone who's just starting a family, uh, obviously that's a whole nother uh, ball game. Tell me a little bit about um, in the difficult moments, how you stay focused and moving forward and making progress in your business. Sure. I think, you know, the first five years of the business, I'd say the first two were about the survival of the company for my own life, personally. Um, once I got my first employee, who is uh, actually still an employee and my vice president of creative director now, um, once I hired her, um, it my focus changed to surviving into thriving for her. And mm-hmm. then every subsequent employee Um, and client that trusted us with the business, when they have thousands of options for ad agencies, um, they became the reason. And so uh, now, thank God, I don't worry about me and my family. I know I will forever be good. Um, And now I, if I ever lose sleep, which I don't much, uh, it's for my team and for my agency and for our clients. So I think um, what gets us through the hard moments is thinking about the people who walk through these doors every day mm-hmm. and give us our heart and soul and got us through a pandemic and uh, give us, you know, the best of them every day. I think for a lot of folks who are just starting out, especially as you did, obviously you'd, you'd had a 
you know, a fairly distinguished career up to that point. And so, you know, had a lot of experience, but it's still difficult sometimes as a new company establishing that credibility and, and, and getting new customers. How did you guys approach the market and kind of like set yourself apart? So we didn't, um, if I'm being honest with you, Jeff, uh, we didn't market, we didn't set ourselves apart uh, kind of from a marketing perspective, but what we did uh, then is what we do now, which is um, we go above and beyond in every single thing we do. So I know that's so cliche and I even hate saying it, um, but the truth is that we're in a very kind of mediocre society in time. And so if you really do try to figure out how to deliver more value than anyone else in your space, you'll win eventually because word of mouth is powerful. And um, we basically grew organically at least for the first eight of 10 years. And now our marketing plays a little part in it, but really it's clients saying to other people, drop that agency, call copy and art. They can do everything that the big agency can do, but uh, you know, they have some heart and soul in it too. So. Yeah. And obviously you, you've been successful. I mean, you've made, uh, you know, think 5,000. Uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, I guess what, first of all, tell me about what that felt like when you guys hit that and achieved that for the first time. And then um, what is it that you think that you are doing differently than the, uh, you know, to, to rise above, to be better than the mediocre that other folks are putting out there? What exactly do you think you guys are doing differently? So I think it starts from the foundation of the business. Um, when I started Copy and Art, one of the things I studied in my MBA program was how do um, crowded market uh, successful companies, like let's say JetBlue in the airline industry, how do they make it? And basically the recipe is the same. You can apply it across industry. It's something like Figure out what clients hate about the big agencies, figure out what they love, hmm. give them what they love and scrap what they hate. Um, it, it's, I wish I could say it was some uh, rocket science formula, but it's <laughs> not. Uh, and that has been the catalyst for our success. So we really went deep into what do clients hate about at big ad agencies? What do they love? What do they uh, never want to give up. And so now copy and art gives them what they love and they, we scrap the rest, Jeff. It's simple as that. We hire great talent. We treat them well. We love them. Uh, and so they love coming to work and our clients feel the difference. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your employee engagement, kind of your employee culture there. So, um, you know, our employees are the heart and soul of the business period, end of story. And, um, you know, we make sure that we hire people who love collaboration, uh, love marketing and advertising. Um, you know, they're strong, but but we leave the eagles at the door because um, the collaborative creative process, it, it takes a strong character to have your work evaluated and put up on the boards and have clients rip it apart, have team members mm -hmm. rip it apart. But that's how you get to the best output period. We have to be strong that way. So we put all our heart in and then we kind of let it go and, and let it evolve into what is going to best serve our clients. Um, the people here have that spirit. Um, they begged me to open the offices back up during the pandemic. They're like yeah. enough of this remote work. So while everybody else is kind of like, oh, I'll stay working from home. Um, you know, the team here is like, I miss the team. I miss yeah. the atmosphere. I miss the work in that environment. So we really pride ourselves on the culture here and our ability to hire the best and the brightest. 
tell me a little bit about your clients. Uh, some of the, what are some specific ways that you've kind of helped some of your clients? Sure. So um, our clients range from um, pharmaceutical companies to hospital systems, um, internal communications, external. I think there, you know, there are things going on right now, Jeff, that um, you know, marketers in these spaces really need to be on on tap for. So video marketing, um, especially with people at home. Um, how are you targeting your customers and getting them to sit and watch a video? Um, social media. It used to be it was only personal. And they there was a big separation in business about um, is social personal and not business. And so we're we're really kind of pushing our clients to understand that social is business and um, and businesses need to be there. And the more innovative ones are. Um, and so we handle everything from the strategy to the dev of the creative to posting it for them because just handing it to them sometimes doesn't work. And then the analytics behind all of the creative. So um, social media is a big one right now. Um, video marketing um, is another of our probably top sellers. And then another kind of unique thing that Copy and Art does is we partner with big agencies. Um, and so they'll often um, sell more than they can deliver on um, if there's a nice way to put it. And so we'll kind of white label our offering for them and kind of take books of business off their table so that they can, um, you know, further build their businesses. But that's relatively unique. That's a B2B offering that we have for agencies. Um, But it has been um, a pretty decent factor in our growth over these past 10 years. Now, do you do you guys mostly deal in the healthcare industry? It seems like a lot of the clients that I looked at were mostly healthcare, but or do you guys do a little bit of everything? So we're definitely um, open to all um, types of clients. We do get called mostly for pharmaceutical, biotech, kind of complex communications that need to be made like beautiful and visual and engaging, mm-hmm. um, and hospitals are. Um, I think it's important. Uh, I I loved hospitals before the pandemic, but I certainly have more heart for them now. Um, Hospital communications, honestly, they've been behind the um, behind the ball on marketing trends and they're they've been pretty stale. Um, And so we we try to bring our big brand experience um, to an area that's been kind of quiet and and basic. And so we've had a lot of success with our hospitals. Yeah. Is, is there anything different, I guess, about like working with the healthcare industry versus some of the other industries? What's what's unique about healthcare that that you guys obviously must be able to kind of tap into uh, specifically for them to come to you guys? So healthcare is um, a specialized area. I mean, I think depending on who you're speaking with, our target audiences are sometimes managed care decision makers, sometimes they're doctors, sometimes they're consumers needing to understand what a doctor is going to do Mm -hmm. um, or what a health plan is going to do. So there's some kind of complex nuance areas that we uh, tap into. But I think, um, you know, what makes us the best, you should probably love science. You should probably love health um, if you're coming into the health space and not just land there. Um, We love all of it. I love being in a hospital. I probably thought I was going to be a doctor when I was a kid. Um, uh, and so when we are on set at our hospitals, um, I am thrilled to talk to them and to put on scrubs and to be behind, uh, some of the producers and the camera people. Um, so 
I think a love of healthcare helps too. But you know, our 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 ability to kind of communicate effectively to these very sophisticated audiences, I think that's a key. Yeah. What do you think has been the 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 hardest thing about your entrepreneurial journey? I mean, managing uncertainty is de- definitely the hardest. Um, you know, you can plan and you can forecast and you can be great, um, but ultimately the life of an entrepreneur is a life of uncertainty. And it's basically walking a path that hasn't been um, kind of walked before, especially in my case, I don't know other people who have done what I'm doing. And so I can't really turn to someone and say, Hey, what did you do here? Mm -hmm. That's why I was so um, happy when you guys called Jeff, because anything I can do to kind of help somebody else who might not have a path before them yeah. is something I'm very really interested in doing. Yeah. But that's well, probably the, the hardest. Yeah. Well then let's let's kind of use this moment to kind of do that. If there's somebody out there who might have been might be in your shoes and has experienced some of the things that you um what's some really good advice that you could give them right now? So um I would say you know don't be afraid to uh, plan and dream. I think it starts with that. What is the life you want? Um, it, it will probably be unconventional, um, but really mapping out and putting on paper. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a writer by trade. So <clears throat> I always have my handy notebook on hand, <laughs> you know, um, write down exactly what that dream is. Um, figure out exactly why you want that, what that purpose is, and then kind of some ways that you can get there. And then I think you have to commit yourself to being the hardest worker in every room you enter, period. Um, And if you can do that and you're not afraid of long hours, um, unfortunately, the grind is getting a little bit of a bad rap on social these days. But honestly, if you want to do great things, it's not going to happen nine to five. So get comfortable with that concept of, you know, making your life work for you, but, but it's going to take a lot of time. There were plenty of two o'clock in the morning nights, weekend work still to this day when my clients or team needs me. Um, that's what has to happen. So I think some dreaming, some planning and some grinding, if I had to boil it down. What, uh, what does the future look like for copy and art? What do you, where do you like to see you guys? I mean, you're just celebrating a decade. Uh, yeah. what's next? Oh, my goodness. That is um, probably the most exciting part of every day of my life now is thinking about where we're going, Um, where we've been. Jeff, it's impressive. Where we're going is even more impressive. So I think, you know, the the future for us is really bright. We're getting sharper and better every year. Um, I think right now what the pandemic taught us was, uh, wow, are we stronger? Mm -hmm. If we were strong enough to make it through, oh, we, I mean, what we learned and the insights from um, such a terrible time across the country, what we learned as a business, I think is going to really help catapult us into the future. But it 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 looks like um, organic growth with the clients we have. Um, it looks like new clients coming on board. Um, it looks like more people. Um, and um, and hopefully, you know, having a fun time while we're at it. Yeah. So I asked you what the hardest part of your uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey. Um, tell, tell me what you think has been 
kind of your greatest success? And this would kind of speak, I guess, towards like those tipping points. Uh, what do you, where, where was, a, was there a moment in the past 10 years where you were like, yep, this is it. Like, this is, this is what I was trying to achieve. And you just really felt like you guys had, had turned, turned this into what you had hoped. Um, yes. I mean, there have been plenty of moments like that. Thank God. Um, mm. I think that's what carries you on the darker days. Um, but I think the um, so, of course, meeting goals, uh, the financials, being successful that way, um, not surviving as a business, but really thriving, being successful enough to weather what we did last year. I mean, there's a, a hiring great people. I mean, yes, all these mm. things are like successes that um, help us know, but, but it's not Jeff so much that we're on, uh, you know, at the destination we're on the mm-hmm. way. <laughs> and, um, that's my favorite thought about copy and art is that we're never going to be done. We're always getting better and we're on the way. And I think sometimes being on the way is even better than being there. Yeah. And making the ink 5,000 obviously is it because it is, you know, it's, it's about growth. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you could, and I know this is going to be a tough question, but if you could, I guess, boil it down to one or two kind of key ingredients, what do you think have been the keys to your growth? Well, I think it's it's pretty simple. We are tasked with looking at how to deliver exceptional value for every project that comes through the door, whether that's a longer term engagement, like a statement of work with a client over a long period of time or a project. Um we're always thinking about how do we add more value than expected? Um, We know what they, our clients expect um, so that we should also know what they don't expect. Um, And all of that added value um, that's going to really make them look good, really make uh, the project sing. We're always thinking that way. Um, And so even it's part of our creative brief, Jeff. I mean, the team thinks about not only what have we been tasked with, but what is the value add? We look Mm -hmm. at that at an onset. Um, That's a really good way to kind of shape the thinking here. We study, um, you know, value chains. We do business results training. We help them kind of our, our employees hit their personal goals because they're only as strong as um, them delivering on the things they want for their own life. Copy and art is a part of their life. Um, and so we help on the full spectrum of the people uh, that work here every day. And I think that makes them bring a little bit of extra fire to work every day. That's really great. Uh, before we go, I do want to give you a chance to tell everybody how they can find you, where you are on the web and all that kind of fun stuff. Great, Jeff. Um, So first, thank you again for the invite. It was an absolute honor to be here with you today. Um, So Elena Rivera-Cheek, Copy and Art. Um, We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Certainly reach out. Any questions, if there's anything I can do to, you know, help anybody who's watching or listening, happy to do so. Just hit me up in the messages. Um, And yeah, I think... uh, we got we to gotta keep those dreams strong, Jeff, because that's, I think, what starts everything for everyone. That's amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing with us today. We appreciate it. A pleasure. Thank you, Jeff. And thank you for listening to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, Innovations That Changed Everything. We'll see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.